0: Inspiration Nation, hello, Lee Kemp here for another week on the podcast, as always, with my very good friends, Jose Neuer, and a mostly recovered, Brian Boniface. How are we doing this week, guys?
1: Yeah, not bad. Thank you, Lee.
2: Yes, good. Thanks, Lee.
0: Ryan confessed to us just before we started the podcast that he cannot remember a single thing from last week. So, Ryan, we do thank you not only for... (laughs) Being Not
1: a good thing
0: to, to admit. It, I guess it's pretty bad. Oh, well, that, that's how that's how ill you were, but you powered through. But also, we had a few technical um, snafus last week, which we normally don't suffer with. So normally, this is just a straight through record. The editing is a lot easier than it was in the olden days when me and Joe would stop start every two minutes. So last week, you had to edit together the show as well when you were feeling <laughs> like that. So huge appreciation, my friend. Yeah.
2: And it was good the idea yeah, yeah, as well. It was good. at well, the video when I was back, oh, that stitched together pretty well there.
0: Well done right. Fantastic. That's good. Speaking of appreciation, we think think we thank everyone out there for listening. Um, follow us on social media at listen to listen to And of course, you get us across all podcast platforms and on YouTube if you just search for Jose Neuer, he is the man, or throw in Inspiration Nation, either one of those work. So this week, Conversations, it is down to me. Um, I promised you guys a few weeks ago that when my next conversation comes around that we would talk about wrestling and we are talking about wrestling.
2: Okay, wrestling it is.
0: As I've referenced a few times, this is my passion in life. If I had a mastermind subject, that would be wrestling. In fact, by pure coincidence... I mentioned going to a wrestling show on a meeting today and someone's like, oh, I used to watch that and they reeled off a load of names to me and it's like, I oh, know they're dead or they're doing this now. They Everyone they mentioned had a little fact to throw out so it reassured me that one day when there is a need for wrestling trivia, I will be all over it. You should apply for it. The you should
1: apply for it. Yeah. I've convinced you to get glasses, so that's that's the next one.
0: (laughs) This is next. Yeah, that only took,
1: what, like three years? Three years,
0: yeah. (laughs) And you've noticed I'm not actually wearing... I forgot to wear them all day today as well, so it's wearing off. (laughs) But eventually eventually you'll be like, oh, this is really annoying. I can see with my glasses, and you will put
2: them back on. Hold on, they're here, they're here. I'll put them on. I will put them on for you. Yes, he has got them. Ryan, it has worked. You've done it. It's sat next to my monitor, so I
0: don't forget. There we go. Right, so... And when I say we talk about wrestling, we're kind of talking about wrestling. I know this is my passion in life. You two, not so much, but it's a framing device or something. So I'm wearing today. You can see this is my ad free shows T-shirt. So I'm going rogue and I'm promoting another podcast network. This is my favorite listen to whatever I'm doing. Um, fantastic things going on over there. Um, Hosted by a guy called Conrad, who is my podcast hero, and I one day hope to be as good a podcast host as he is. He inspired many things, such as the Google machine that Joe you love. When I reference that, um, but for my backdrop for rest, and one of the things that gets mentioned quite a lot on the shows, and it just kind of put an idea in my head that I've whirled around more and more and more and more and more, um, and I. I think it'll be really good for us to talk about it, especially with the difference in our ages, because we're kind of 10 years apart either way, all right, 15 down the line, 10 up the line. But you know, yes. we're all we're all kind of a generation apart, if you like. So it'll be good to test this theory if you like. So the thing, the, the thing that always gets referenced and turned into a bit of jokes on the show is back in the mid-90s, in my first round of watching wrestling, there was a guy um, called Jake the Snake Roberts. Don't know if either of you are familiar with Jake the Snake. No, no. Superb wrestler, one of the best minds ever in the wrestling business. However, he um, left and then came back in the mid-90s in the uh, WWF that I watched. And a big part of the storyline that he was in was basically that he was a has-been from a bygone era and shouldn't be there anymore. And that got referenced a lot, like, you know, what's this old man doing here? Why is he still wrestling? He's so out of shape. Why is he still doing this yada, 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 yada? And that was a frame for the story because his kind of heyday was in the late 80s, if you like. This was the mid-90s now. At that time, he was 41 years old, which was considered over the hill, shall we say. And there's lots of examples of this. Hulk Hogan, you must know Hulk Hogan. Um, he left one promotion, went to another one, and he was basically, there's a whole advertising campaign, if you like, talking about how he was over the hill. And there was a guy in the early 90s by the name of Ric Flair. I don't know if you know him or not. Greatest wrestler of all time. Um, and he was a focal point of the company, and they actually decided to move away from him because they wanted to go for a youth movement. Again, early 40s. There's a wrestler today who is considered by many to be the greatest wrestler in the world, if not one of the greatest wrestlers in the world. Can I guess? He, what's that? Can I guess? You can guess. Is it The
2: Undertaker? It's not The Undertaker. Oh. <laughs> I, I remember him, though. I know The Undertaker. That was dark, <laughs> Big rimmed hat, dark clothing, right? Well the
1: done, Undertaker, yes. right? But he he yes. died, didn't he? And then all of a sudden he just came back. Well, hence why they call him The Undertaker,
0: right? But... It, They're slightly inaccurate, and for any of my wrestling fans that are listening, I will correct Ryan on the backstory once oh. we're done with this, but he's going to take us too far off track.
1: <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad but I'm, so anno- I'm, I'm annoyed him. I'm glad I'm annoyed. So, you
0: have.
2: You have definitely annoyed him.
0: <laughs> AJ Styles is his name, and three years ago, maybe, where are we, 2022, 2019, 18? Yeah, kind of 16, 17, 18, 19. He was well in his prime was the champion of the company wwe champion um focal point of the company storylines built around him fantastic shape 2018 he was 41 years old not over the hill not questioned he's over the hill not looking like he's over the hill 41 years old in fact on the active roster right now um wrestlemania is coming up biggest show of the year the main event is Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. I really hope Roman Reigns wins. They've done a brilliant job building him. Um, but Brock Lesnar, who's opponent, unquestionably um, one of the top wrestlers in the world right now. He's currently the champion. I don't think anyone would question it if he did win, even though that I, well, I hope doesn't happen. He is 44, 45 years old, I'm going to say. Um, in fantastic shape. In fact, make sure I've got it right, of course. He is, yes, 45 at the moment, I think, or 44, certainly in that age bracket. And there are actually a number of top-flight performers on the roster in their mid-40s. There's a guy in another company called Chris Jericho, He's one of my favourites right now, fully active performer, probably in the best shape he's ever been in his life. He is 51 years old. The oldest active wrestler right now on the main like national, international scene is currently 62 years old and took a dive from a table about two weeks ago. So um, my yeah. point on all this, I suppose, is, and this is where the, the thing goes on the conversation, is it was very much the standard that by the time you hit your 40s, you're over hill, mid-90s, whereas now in the 10s into the 20s, that's arguably where people are hitting their prime. Another wrestler right now, if you saw him, he's probably at the early start of his prime. And Finn Balor's in his name; he's in his early forties as well. Loads of people in that bracket. So, my my point on this, because this gets pointed out said on this podcast which is hosted by and generally listened to people who are in my age range, because it's about nostalgia from that time. We will look at the same thing. A lot of the people will have the same perspective on life that I do. And I don't know if there's something now that basically, like I used to joke, you know, fifties the new 40, sixties the new 50, or the other way around, blah, 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 blah. Um, is age changing? Do we, are we younger for longer? Is, are people in their 40s now the same as people were in their 30s, 20 years ago? Um, and I don't know if that's... I think yes, but I don't know if that's because I'm of that age and my lens on the world fits my age, or whether that's genuinely a thing. Joe, you're older than me, so you might have a different view on that. Ryan, you are 26, I'm going to say. yeah. And I just... I don't know... If that's different for you. Enough, another perspective to take it out of wrestling into pop culture Will Smith Will Smith is the same age now that Uncle Phil was as a character in the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air in the mid-90s but I can't reconcile in that in my head if I was to look at Will Smith now, he does not look the same age I'm doing air quotes there for people listening as Uncle Phil did in the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. But is that because at the
1: time you had a, a... Almost an unconscious bias of what you thought Uncle Phil's age was and how he should be looked. How he should have. And that's.
0: I oh, suppose so that's part of my question: is is this is this real, or is this just a phenomenon that as you get older, your perspective on age changes?
1: I think the latter is true, because if you'd asked me ten years ago if Lee at, at forty one was over the hill, yeah, of course he would be, put him in a retirement home. But now I'm twenty six, like that's not. Too far away, you know. I'm as close to your age as I was starting school. I think it's close. It's pretty close. Yeah, I'm pretty much at the um, midpoint between your age and the age I started school, secondary school. So, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? um I think I think as a child you're you're always told, and as a young person you're always told, oh you're so young, don't worry. You two do it all the time. You got years and years ahead of you. <laughs> do it all the time, but i'm at an age now where i'm gonna to to start saying that to people because you know at 26 a couple of years time i'm gonna start seeing people 10 years younger than me in pubs and stuff i'm gonna be like oh you're so young don't worry about it and that's and that's gonna be um that's gonna be it you know that, that I'm, I'm in a way i'm older than 25 so i'm already over the hill right in in some respects to to some elements I'm already considering that
0: you kids are today, you've got no idea, Ryan.
1: I'm already considering the that prime, going, you're in your
2: prime, Ryan. The going,
1: going to the pub twice a week is probably a bit excessive, and I should probably start saving for a house and start doing things like that. That's currently where I now where I now sit in this. So that you know, in some ways, yes. Do do I think that 50s is the new 40 and 60s is the new 50, as you kind of mentioned? No, but I think it will be. I just think. I just think how television and how the public viewed people of that age in the mid-90s and when these things were happening was different. And I think the perception of things has changed. You have a lot older, idealistic people, right? Was it Barack Obama? That, here just to,
0: sorry to cut in, but is, is that a perception or was that a mirror of reality? Was that, you know, that portrayal of someone in their 60s in 1995, was that a perception or was that reality? And actually... It's now changed No, I think it
1: was a perception because there's now more I think media sold everyone a dream media sold everyone a dream that if you weren't Bobby Ewing and was twenty five reappearing in the shower then you're no you're no one
0: that right? is a brilliant callback, Ryan by the way my Thank God. you it, like,
1: you're blob hell you' you're, a, going you're back. A no one right if you're if you're not if you're not. I suppose, I suppose, thinking about it, I've got a second question. How old was John Travolta in Greece?
0: Let me look that up for you for one second.
1: Because to me, I remember watching Greece and thinking, cool, oh, this guy looks well old. But I was oh, imagine- well, this is it.
0: How old was he? How old yeah. was his that's, character? That's the question.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Both. It could be both.
0: Uh, <coughs> so, yeah. Greece, here we go. We're doing the maps here now. When did the film come out?
1: I'll do John Travolta's time, age.
0: 1978 was when the film came out. Oh, he
1: must have been really young then. 54. So he was 24 years old. Yes. And they were high school kids. Yes. So I, when I, whenever I see that film back, or whenever I did, because I've not watched it for years and years and years and years, but whenever I watched that back, I always thought that he didn't look right playing somebody of that age.
0: <laughs> Which was an accurate statement.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was it was, but but he was only 24. The way I, the way I envisage it right now, being I've not seen it for 15, 20 years, is that I thought he was in his forties and that the film came out wow. in the mid 80s, early nineties. So obviously it didn't, and it came out as you just said in 78 or whatever it was, but that's how I perceived it based off of what I was shown at the time. And I think I think I think social media is your friend here because they've been they finally found older people that are more role modelly, like barack obama i think was in his 50s or near his 50s when he ended his presidency and he looked really young um there's also there's also been a sharp rise in cosmetic procedures, and it wouldn't surprise me if Will Smith had had a couple that makes him look a bit more youthful than maybe what he Don't is. Don't say
0: that he will slap you upside your head.
1: <laughs> That's only if I talk about his misses. Um, <laughs> there's, I, but I also think I also think that, and again, this might be based off of my perception of that time. Celebrities in the 80s and 90s were living much poorer lifestyles than maybe some are now
0: oh, and that was going to be one of my points is that if we think there's any reality in this how much and not celebrities is a good backdrop but for all of us how much does lifestyle possibly pay parties and coming back to my, my wrestling framing to start this wrestlers particularly in the 80s and 90s lived like rock stars they were out partying every night and all the things that come with that. They were on the road 300 days a year, enormous wear and tear mentally and physically. Yeah. And there was probably the early 2000s and I'm going to say 2004, 2005, the amount of wrestlers that died below the age of 50 was sure. Sho- you know, if a week went by where there wasn't one, it was shocking. And we're now talking about people hitting their prime in their 40s into their fifties. And the same then for, you know, people and bands and TV, film, everything like that, is how much does that play a part? But then also, and I was thinking about this, when I was of the age to start going out, it may or may not have been a little bit before 18, shall we say, but certainly 18... <laughs> I would be out with my mates and we'd go out drinking and we'd go out on a Thursday, a Friday, a Saturday, a Sunday, a Monday, Tuesday. I, I worked in hospitality at the time. It's kind of the done thing. We were out a lot, even for people that went out two or three times a week. And it was a lot less than there is now, you know, online gaming wasn't a thing. Streaming wasn't a thing. You you kind of going out was it was you were you were the exception if you didn't head out drinking on the weekend, basically, I think, was which I think is less prevalent now than it was then. But also, smoking, there was no rules on smoking. So yeah. inside the pub, inside yeah, yeah, the clubs, yeah, 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 yeah. So, and and again, smoking now is more of a fringe thing, whereas you almost, you were uncool if you didn't smoke. I was uncool, I didn't smoke, but it was a done thing when I first started my first job, more people smoked than didn't. And whilst I didn't smoke, Every night I would come home, throw my clothes on the floor, get into bed, wake up in some awful state the next morning, and my clothes would stink of smoke. I'd get in the shower, and as soon as the water hit my hair, the smell of smoke as it came off of me was horrendous, and I'd been breathing that in all night.
1: So you may as well have actually been smoking. Absolutely.
0: And chain smoking as well, because it was if ev- and everyone would have gone through this multiple yeah. nights of the week. And, you know, we as a generally as consumers, we expect a lot more in the quality of our food. We're more aware of how we eat. There's lots of stuff like that as well, where I think, you know, if there is reality on people being physically fitter later than they were before, a lot of these these kind of social things really play into that as well. Yeah.
1: I'm a I'm a caveat, I think, myself personally to this going out rule because I, I don't get hangovers. So I could I could do it Monday through Sunday still <laughs> and not have a problem with it. Um I just think that it, it it isn't the sensible option anymore. Um at my age as it is anyway. But <laughs> um I just I think I think I think there are just a lot more older role models now like you look at sport like Joe you look at you look at sport Roger Federer Rafael Nadal are in their 40s or at least I uh, know I think Federer is but Nadal may be close and Nadal won a grand slam
0: this year um and this and tying back to is this again part of the the physical movement on yeah, people going mean, at that level at that but age I've, I mean Sorry, go on mate. I was gonna
1: say I think science has just moved also. I think science has just has has shifted quite a lot in that in the last 30 or 40 years that modern medicine kind of allows people to 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 compete at higher levels for longer. Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah. I think, is 34, 35. Messi is 34. And that's where you start seeing people drop off. Um, but I, you know, they've not had great years for those of you that are football fans, but I I, I don't think they're dropping off in the same way that
0: normal footballers would drop off. Uh, I remember way, way back, and this is even before Championship Manager Joe, in the mid-90s, there was a game on the Amiga, that I used to play with my dad, called The Manager, and you, other than goalkeepers, you wouldn't keep players over the age of 31, that was over the hill, done and dusted, you yeah. know, on the scrap heap, and like you said, that's that's pushing on Zell. Quick example as well, before I, I stop my rambles, but Jennifer Aniston, another example, looks... And again, surgery may or may not be a part, but looks as good now as she did in Friends in the mid-90s. She is currently 53 years old. Yeah. And I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that when I was in the mid-90s, there was no one 53 years old that looks like Jennifer Aniston does now. I think surgery has more to play with that than maybe we are give him credit <laughs> for. But yes. Um I just think...
1: Sport's a big one to kind of look at because that's, you know, it's, it's pretty popular. Yeah, yeah. But... but there are older movie stars now than what there were. I'm pretty sure Daniel Craig was the oldest Bond. As as a starter, as as doing the first one, I think he was the oldest Bond that that they had they had. had. Yes, or I think if you're he, right about that. Or if he wasn't, he was very close to being. Um, I, mean, I mean, musicians, I mean, I think they just leave different lives. Like uh Ed Sheeran, I think, is vegan. And I think he would be able to do so much more than maybe what the Gallagher brothers did 20, 30 years ago uh, and have much more longevity in terms of touring and stuff. They also had their own issues and stopped them making music and whatever. And that's that's obviously a completely completely different conversation, but um, I've got no doubt that the live, lifestyles they led in comparison to people like Ed Sheeran, who do look after themselves a bit better, would mean that people like Ed Sheeran will be able to do it for a lot longer than that the Gallagher brothers would have been able to excuse me um I yeah I just think I also think there's a part of it that that Lee you're of an age now that you were approximately my age when social media was probably starting to kick off as a thing maybe a little bit younger than me um so you're now the first the first middle-aged group of people that have experienced social media therefore from your perspective people all over the world are clinging on to their youth and looking for those role models of your of an age that's similar to yours so i also think there's a lot more of that as well um but you also hear about more like you hear you hear about more things because of social media like 30 years ago you wouldn't hear of some 50 year old climbing Mount Everest. I'm not sure if, if one has recently or if ever has. I'm sure there probably has been. But now, now you would see it on Twitter or you would you would get a sky news notification after the oldest person ever has climbed Mount Everest. You'd be like, oh fucking hell. Sorry, I swore. Oh bloody hell. That you know I've,
0: I've got to tick that box again for the second week in a row.
1: Sorry. But you <laughs> then you you've then been able to ascertain, right, that you you're now getting more information that older people are doing other things, whereas before that wouldn't have mattered you wouldn't have heard about it you would have heard about the the war in germany coming down 30 years ago is that 31 years ago now but that they're the, i know that's a huge huge differential but i just think the smaller the the smaller bits of news that aren't really news are now becoming news like that that are helping that is, that is helping this argument yeah i've spoken a lot yeah. on that joe joe has not... no it's
0: good I i like your view on it well this is over to joe because obviously you're you're the other way so you're you're 10 years older than i am and i don't know what your perception is as to you know age has changed or not changed as you've got older
2: and i agree with both of you that it's both um because when i was 18 and i was starting work i thought people were 30 were, were old like I look at them and think, I'm never going to get to that age. To be fair,
0: Joe, when you were 18, 30 was the life expectancy, so they were old. (laughs)
2: Thanks, Exactly, yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, so I think it's both. Um, I think, you know, Ryan's touched some really good points about, I think, social media. Um, You know, you're more aware that people do things when they're older, like like Ronaldo I actually wrote before you wrote Ronaldo uh, Ryan I actually wrote Ronaldo down here like he's like an example of he's still playing premiership football at whatever age he is now I don't know how old he's now but you know he's still playing at the top level and you know the, the, the tennis players you said have still played top level so definitely science definitely diet quality of food I think has definitely helped um, Gary V talks about, he talks about age a lot he talks about well if you're 60 you've still got 20 years left so it's I, not too late to start
1: as a side note, I recently found Gary V's Instagram, and my goodness, is that a place to be? <laughs> it's there's just, stuff, isn't there's it? just consistent <laughs> videos of him telling people to better themselves.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But inspiring, right? Um, there was a CEO I saw interviewed. He was 90 years old. He's still in a company. Like, There's all these sort of things you sort of see. And <coughs> remember Roger Bannister he did the three minute mile and no one believed that that would be possible until he ran the three, three, was it three minute mile? It's three minute mile, right? three minute? was, yeah. Remember. But before that, people believed that actually you, you'd drop down and die if you tried to commit, try to do it. Now, they, now there's people that have done it and they can people continue to do it. So I think it's all about beliefs and, what, and where people believe they can do things at certain ages. Um, you know, David Goggins, you know, people like that doing these endurance races, all that sort of thing. People a lot older are accomplishing, like you said, Ryan, are accomplishing things that people didn't think were possible. Um, and I think that people give some encouragement and change their belief system in their heads about what things can be done. So, yeah, I think it's pretty inspiring, to be, to be fair. When you see Excuse people you. Of, a, of your age, so we don't before. get
0: fact checked, Joe. It was a four minute mile, not a three minute mile. Oh,
2: thanks. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, I, w- thanks I, for I did that think it mile. was the four minute mile, but I didn't know enough yeah. to. I wasn't sure. It. Yeah.
0: Don't want to fall yeah. foul in a Wikipedia police
2: yeah thanks for that but yeah so it is about belief and i think you know when people when people say oh, i'm too old to do that there can be a little bit of that because there may be a physical element to it but there is a strong belief and i've seen people that um are you know relatively young and they've said oh, i'm too old to do that but then you know because of the belief system um so it's just really important to understand that Your beliefs dictate what you can and can't achieve. Of course, there are physical things that when you get to a certain age, um, but if your health is good, you know, there's much better chance of you doing it because people have actually proved that you can still do it. It's all about belief and whether you can. So massive, massive changes in the way we think about age, in fact. Um, And I think it's culture and I think the internet had a massive, massive part to play respect to what you said. So that's my take on it. I've definitely changed my views over the years. Um you know, you know, people retire but still go and do well, they say they retire, but they don't really retire. Um they go on working or whatever or do what they want to do. But belief's huge. So I think it's belief. Um and it's been changing over the over the course of the generations when I've been growing up. Um so yeah. So over the hill at Thirty, it's no longer that, is it? Because you've got Ronaldo, people playing at very high levels beyond that age. So that's my take on it. So yeah,
1: I've got a, I've got a further discussion point on it, if you like. And I, I know we're slowly starting to run out of time, but um, there's a for my snooker fans out there, you'll know about the class of '92, um, and the pair of you should know most of the people in this list. But it was a year where uh, Ronnie O'Sullivan, John Higgins, Mark Williams. Uh, Joe Perry and Graham Dott, I think all turned professional. Right, and over those years, Ronnie O'Sullivan's won the most ranking events full time. John Higgins is a four-time world champion. Mark Williams is a three-time world champion. Graham Dot's a world champion. Jo- Joe Perry's won events and stuff, and they've all come they all come about at the same time. And snooker has always been an aged sport. Um, Stephen Hendry I think retired early in his 30s. Just for context. Um, these guys turned professional at 17, 18, 30 years ago this year. So that gives you a scale of their age. Um, they, that would put them at 47, 48 for, for the most part. So they've played, some of them, 15, 16 years, I think, if I've got my Stephen Hendry fact right, longer than he ever did. And he blew the, he blew the world of snooker up right after Steve Davis. He was, the flag, he was the flag boy for a while. Um, and people were talking, and people had been talking quite recently about why why they've been able to show this longevity in the same way that the and Federer has and Ronaldo and Messi have, and you know all these other sportsmen. Tiger Woods, I think, was didn't Tiger Woods win an event last year or the year before, and he's in his forties now. So it happens all over the all over the shop of sport. Um, and something that somebody kind of made, kind of put in my head was that social media has shown people that there's such a more diverse world of things to be doing. So. Why, why people were considered at 40 over the hill in wrestling was probably because there were a lot of people a lot younger than them that were ready to burst into the scene. Potentially, it, you would think that and I think
0: there could be some truth in that. Yeah,
1: I think, I think generally speaking, younger, more attractive people will be commercially better for sports and, and, and entities than more middle aged kind of people that have done their time. Right, a fresh That's new. That's why person. my thumbnails do better on social media than Joe's thumbnails. Yeah, but for, re- for some reason, not mine. So I think that might be a me problem. But it's still um, the
0: attractive. Still plays a part, even if not A Trying, right? but but somebody
1: said somebody said that there's now with social media a whole plethora of, of things people weren't aware of. You would have watched wrestling in the 80s and 90s. Of I want to be a wrestler. Whereas somebody growing up now will have YouTubers. Uh, actors streamers video game players um competitive first person shooters um they have this whole plethora of other other world of things that are now exist because of the technological era that now means there are less people that want to be wrestlers as in this example there are less people that want to be snooker players as in this example there's people that want to be everything and therefore older people are having this longevity because there's nobody coming up behind them that's younger and fresher and fitter that wants to get in or at least it's scaled down so much because there is a wider wider verse of things and that's that chat that point could be challenged on the fact there are now more people in the world than there were then so the level should i think that's, that's kind of really be really interesting
0: there. perspective but mm.
1: there's now a lot more things people could do than they could there's now a lot more jobs hobbies and things people can do than what there were 25 30 years ago
0: things that are monetized now that wouldn't have or just didn't exist yeah Mm. people make money opening toy boxes now that's how
1: (laughs) i mean you can go as far as radio presenters jobs in it i know it existed 25 30 years ago but not on the scale it does now financial services are a bit is a bit different now um as i've said youtubers streamers people that open toy boxes, people that play video games for a living, people that competitively play video games, driving instructors, that's probably going to be a lot higher now because more cars on the road and more people. There's, you know, I'm just spouting things off here, but the world of of everything is just, it was here 30 years ago. It's like here now. And in another 30 years, it'll be here. And in another 30 years, it'll be here. And then people in 90 years time will go, core wrestling was a thing in 1994. What is that? Wrestling will always be a thing. But yes, they it will. But the group of people interested will come smaller, right? In, every, in everything in the world, everything, every, that group of people will become smaller because there's now more. So...
0: Yeah. And you see that. There's, you know, even, you know, you look at things like TV. This TV range of wrestling gets discussed a lot. And it's not just for that, but the amount of people that's considered a success in watching a show now is a fraction of what would have been a success yeah. 10, 20, 30 years ago because... Yeah. Not only have you got your channels, which is probably the lowest thing, but you've got streaming services, you've got YouTube, you've yeah. got online gaming, which is, a, you know, I remember Netflix describing Fortnite as a competitor to them, for example, because it was just eating up people's time. You're right, yeah. there's so many different places to spend your time now.
1: Yeah, and, and, and as another example, and, and it's another snooker one, but wasn't the ninety eight, eighty-five World Final the most-watched sporting event of all time with 30 million people when... Dennis Taylor beat Steve Davis on that weird black ball oh, final I remember that. thing. Oh, I actually, you um, watched that myself. Yeah. I think I think that was watched by like something like 25 million people when it was the biggest sporting event watched in the in the UK ever. Never. If you said that 25 million people watched the Super Bowl, they'd go, That's that's pitiful. You know, it should be it should be a billion people. And it's just, you know, things just exponentially grow, right? And they have in the last 30
0: years they have I know it's a countdown time ago and so I'm gonna say thank you guys for indulging me on this I still and I say it's in a good way there isn't an answer on this it's just a concept that's in my head and I keep assessing it and it's like I said I think both are true to to an extent that there are for all the reasons we discussed you know we are younger for longer um but also it says I you know I get older how much is that perception it's a whole different subject but it's you know 10 years to me now isn't 10 years when I was 20. When I was 20, that was half my life, it's now quarter of my life. So your, your perception of time and everything changes. And I just it's something to revisit in the future. All of that, I just it's it's a fascinating subject. It really interests me. Um, to so how that all, all sits together, and it, it kind of like you said, Ryan, it keeps changing every 10 years or so. It's you know, culturally, socially, everything's a bit different. I'm just excited to see where that keeps it's, going as
1: well it's weird when you you start having um existential crises when you start thinking of things but i've worked at my current employer for a fifth of my life there or thereabouts, and that is that's mad like it doesn't feel like that long obviously but it's mad when you look at it that way
0: yeah my my closing example on time bending and i will wrap us up there is i used to love the simpsons when i was younger watch it every day obsessively and there was an episode where they're mocking Homer for his old music and Bart's talking about his dinosaur bands and it referenced a number of bands from a specific year in the 70s and there is now a bigger time gap between now and that episode than the time gap discussed in the episode then to Homer's wow. music which means my music is now older than that dinosaur music which is just, again, just... Blows yeah. my mind when I think about it like that. So good stuff. Thank you guys. Um, As I say, there's there's a whole spin-off of that I'd like to revisit in the future. But it's it's a constant conversation. It just really, really interests me. And of course, there's a selfish bit, but I do hope we stay younger for longer as I as I tick up the years. Um, Thank you as always, everyone out there, for listening, watching, supporting the show, following us on social media. Again, at listen to IN, listen T-O-I-N. Once again, I notice there are a lot of people trawling back through the archive. We really, really appreciate support. Um, If you like what you hear, leave us tags with your favourite show. Post it on the Twitter page, um, let people know what to look at. Tell friends and family, and of course, head over to inspirationnation.org.uk for everything with donation. The there is merchandise there. I have somewhere in my mug. I'll oh. the mug shop for the camera. There we go face mask, his t shirt. Joe's got his hoodie on there. Mine's on the back of the chair over there. I won't show you now, but you saw me wearing it last week. We appreciate all the support. I think all that's left for me to do is count us down and we'll be back again next week. 3, 2, 1, Inspiration, inspiration nation. nation. Catch you guys, Catch you guys later. Guys
2: later.